Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a moment and relax, and just put to the side whatever is going on in your life, or things you're planning on doing, or anything that's taking up mind space. And just relax and let the Lord continue to reveal himself in whatever way he chooses. And we're just going to talk about what the Lord is drawing us toward. We're not interested in trying to push God into anything or force his hand in any way. Instead, we want to accept that those things that God values, he wants us to value as well. And when we value something, we learn about it, we approach it, we respect it, and we treat it as valuable. So, abilities, and again, most of uh, evangelical Christianity refers to the solical abilities as spiritual gifts, and we're just going to refer to them as supernatural or solical abilities, They reside in our soul. And he gave them to you when you were born. You've always had them. And even if you want to believe other things about it, that they're spiritual or that they're really important to your being able to fulfill God's destiny for you, that's fine. What is important right now is that you value them. We respect, we are careful, we are respectful of those things that we value. We don't disregard them. We don't ignore them. We appreciate them. We treat what we value, we give high regard to. We don't value what costs us nothing. And I think a lot of times, again, especially in the charismatic movement and in some levels of evangelism, we think that when God gives us an anointing or when he gives us a gift, that then we'll just be able to use them. It'll just come easily and naturally and normally. So in a lot of ways, the difference between that approach and what we're looking at is the amount of work that goes into learning, changing, practicing, hearing, 
because they are abilities that are part of your soul, there is a level of responsibility that you and I have to learn how to use those abilities. It's not that God waved a magic wand over our heads and gave us the gift of healing. And now we can go out and and whoever we touch will be healed. Does that happen with some people? Probably. But you know what? Odds are that gift is not going to be valued as much as those that are worked for. That effort is put into it. That diligence and patience goes into learning how our abilities work. And I think that's part of why God has designed things the way he has. That the patience and the diligence are more important to him than the ability working, than the ability to heal others or have words of wisdom or whatever ability you want to consider. That the character and the development of good judgment and the spirit flowing through us is far more important than the actual ability functioning. So as you go through the process of learning how your particular abilities work, you will value them more. Again, we don't value what costs us nothing. We will value more that which costs us at least something. So you have abilities within you. God considers them valuable. He wants us to value them as well. So part of our showing that we value those abilities is the learning, putting in the effort to learn how to use them. Now, learning how to use the the abilities is not the goal. Think about your natural abilities, your physical abilities. When you were a little child, learning how to walk was not the goal. It may have been for your parents, but how did they get you to walk? They held something in front of you for you to want, for you to grasp towards a goal, a toy, a a sweet, their arms, a hug. That was the goal, walking, learning to walk was the means to that end. 
So for learning our abilities, it's not just so we will have the abilities functioning. Be a goal at the end of that, a purpose. Now, that's up to God how he wants to reveal that to each one of us, but it will fall in the category of receiving his spirit. Now, remember you are a spirit being. If you've been born again, you've got all the spirit. You've got all the spirit you'll ever get in your spirit. The problem is your soul and the bad habits that your soul has gotten. The process of you learning how your abilities work will contribute to God removing those bad habits, providing healing to your soul, speaking truth to your soul process. Sometimes it's just getting us out of the way of what God is doing. But sometimes it reveals where we believe lies, where there's a wound, where we have fear or a misunderstanding of who God is or who we are or who our enemies are. God wants to use every circumstance in our life to accomplish his goals in us. So we want to make every aspect of our life available to him. So we want to be aware of every aspect of our life, including the abilities that are in our soul. As we make ourselves available in that way, he will automatically, in whatever way he chooses, enliven those abilities. Sort of like the abilities get into proximity of spirit, they are stirred up. They respond to the presence of spirit. So the more you are aware of the abilities, of the spirit, of, again, having confidence that you're hearing from God, that you're hearing clearly, that there's, again, a confidence there, the process is, just as in so many other areas, it's the process that matters. Now, he draws us by his goodness. Our process of learning these abilities, God uses for his purposes to to join our spirit and soul. But that's not the goal in and of itself. God does not need your abilities. You don't need your abilities. They are an 
a means to an end, and that end is to be whole, complete, entire, spirit, soul, and body. In that process, we want to, again, be available to God in every aspect of who we are, including the abilities in our soul. So we talked a few weeks ago about being willing to learn about the supernatural realm. That's kind of like out there. But we also, in conjunction with that, learn about the supernatural abilities in our soul, which is in here. So we learn how the supernatural works, and we learn how our soulical abilities work. Doing those two things accomplishes or gives God, provides him cooperation with what he's already doing in our soul. Again, to bring us into union, spirit, soul, and body. Can God do that without that? Our understanding the supernatural or our understanding solical abilities? I suspect he can, but I think once we are united, spirit, soul, and body, we will then understand how the supernatural realm works and how our abilities work. Whether we understand and grasp and entertain the whole concept of latent abilities, supernatural power in our soul, whether we wait and put that off until we become one spirit, soul, and body, or make ourselves or give ourselves the opportunity to use every circumstance, that's really what we're talking about. It's either going to happen now or it's going to happen later. Again, I'd like to be able to use every circumstance in my life now that God can possibly use to bring the spirit, soul, and body into one. And the supernatural realm is always there, just as the spiritual realm is always there, and the natural realm is always there. We don't elevate any aspect of the solical realm or the natural realm as being more important than God himself or our own value or others' value. In other words, us learning how the supernatural realm works is not more important than hurting people. We don't sacrifice one for the benefit of the other. But we understand that God uses our learning curve for his purposes. We're going to make mistakes. And that God uses our mistakes just as much as he uses our successes, sometimes more so. We have a hard time with that. There's this idea that if we are 
in the center of God's will, everything will be fine. Now, he never says that. It's we have come up with this concept, and it makes us feel good, and we try to use that as a way of gauging how we're doing. Something is growing wrong in our life. must be because we're not in the will of God. So we change something. Except what God wants is he's trying to get our attention. We've talked about how, you know, the three areas where he really works when he's trying to get our attention, we're trying to resist him, is he stirs up our our health, our finances, or our relationships. And if something keeps on going wrong in one of those areas, it might be because you're avoiding him. If we when we introduce the whole concept of solical abilities, we're embracing other areas, other opportunities for the Lord to accomplish his work, his goals in us. Doesn't make us more important to him or more valuable. Like if today you decide you're interested in some aspect of a supernatural gift or super, super, the, the solical ability, let's say miracles. And over the next three months, you learn how to perform miracles. And all of a sudden, you are able to perform miracles, whatever that means between you and God. That does not make you more valuable to God. It makes it easier to accept his changes in you. You are making yourselves more available to God. But he already completely values you. You are 100% loved and accepted and valued by him regardless of whether you are working on anything or even in rebellion or anything. He can't not love you because his love is his nature. He loves you because that's who he is. He accepts you and values you because that's who he is. It's not about you. But just as in the physical, in the natural, when we were little babies, we just crawled around. But then... As natural part of our growing up, we learned how to crawl, then walk, then run. The walking is not the end goal. A way to relate to our world. We want it's a skill that we use when necessary. The abilities that you have in your soul are skills that God wants us to have confidence that we can use when necessary. When God asks you, perform a miracle over here, turn the water into wine. 
we want to be able to say, okay, and go do it. When he says multiply the bread, we want to be able to go do it because we've done it before. We've practiced. We have confidence. This is how the supernatural works. It's not because all of a sudden God's going to make it happen. No, there's, we are part of the process. The supernatural abilities we have that are in there, he is taking advantage of using them for the sake of others, but also for our sake. So when he says, speak to that mountain and cast it into the sea, we have the confidence that speak to the mountain and it will be cast into the sea. Now part of the process is developing good judgment, and Christians really have a hard time. We've got a long way to go in that. One of the problems we've got is the whole concept of judgment, that we're being judgmental. It's like, well, okay, well, part of being, of developing good judgment is being judgmental, of being able to evaluate with truth and wisdom the reality of a given situation. Not the person, but the situation. This is part of what will happen as we experience the supernatural. We'll begin to see things from a different perspective. God opens our eyes. He opens our ears. Not necessarily, maybe sometimes physically, but soulically speaking. He gives us insights and wisdom and information that we would not have except for our solical abilities. So, and I, I always appreciate hearing from everybody about challenges and areas where there's a misunderstanding or resistance in a particular area. Sometimes that's just because it's not your time, and that's fine. It has not, it's not a reflection on anybody or anything. Be working on what God wants you to be working on. And sometimes he just wants us to rest, and that's fine too. We're all at a different place. We are all on a different path. Maybe there was just a seed planted. That's fine. But what we don't want to get in the habit of is that if it's not the time for us we don't want to reject it for others we want to perhaps there's a seed there if it's from God it'll grow if it's not from him it'll die you don't need to worry about it and let others have that same freedom And this is true with every aspect of our life. Just look, if you took 100 Christians and you asked them, you know, certain questions about how God does things, you'll get 
200 answers. Because most often any one of us is going to be flip-flopping back and forth on any specific question. What matters is our relationship with God. Now, the supernatural realm isn't going anywhere. Your solical abilities aren't going anywhere. As you start using those solical abilities, your supernatural power and and influence and abilities, it's not that they get better, they just become useful. They are tools, tools at your disposal, and when they're tools at your disposal, it makes them available to God. Now, here's what happens very often is, say God's tapped you on the shoulder, given you an interest in a particular ability. And don't worry about whether the ability has been listed somewhere, for instance, in the scriptures, or you've read something about it, or you know about it. Don't worry about that. Let God teach you what you need to know. But the more you grow in confidence in that ability, odds are really good God will put it to use. He wants us to enjoy the process. He wants us to enjoy what he has created for us. He created the natural realm for us. He created the supernatural realm for us. For us to go through the process of becoming one spirit, soul, and body. Now, why he does it this way, I haven't the foggiest idea. I think it's just the whole process of learning that gives us an appreciation and gratitude for who he is and how he does things. Does it affect, you know, we always go back to, you know, what if I don't do this? Nothing. If you don't want to experience the supernatural realm, it's it's not like you're not going to have a crown. It's not like there's going to be a penalty. Just the same way if you make a mistake in the process, there's no penalty. I mean, not, God's not going to hold it against you. There may be consequences, but it's not a penalty. It's like when you trip and fall, you scrape your knee. You tend to that, you put a Band-Aid on it or whatever, and then you go on. Not a big deal. And you're going to fall, and you're going to scrape your knee. That doesn't mean you stop walking. But you appreciate who he got, who God is. You also appreciate your soul. You begin to appreciate what God has given you. God doesn't need your appreciation. He doesn't need your value. But we need to express it. What God gives, we give. He gives to us unconditionally, and we in turn give it unconditionally. Remember, it's his nature. 
And spiritually speaking, his nature and our nature are the same, spiritually. Not solically and not naturally. But the supernatural realm, nah, you know, we're, we are kind of starting from scratch in a lot of ways. And we just have to accept that. Throughout history, there have been great men and women who have stepped out in the direction that God leads them and, of course, have been called heretics and and rejected by the church. But some have learned and changed and have been given a hunger and thirst to know God. And that's something that's stirred up within us and hopefully within those around us is that hunger and thirst to know God. So hopefully you've been doing that as well, is stirring up the gifts within you, stirring up the supernatural abilities within your soul that you already have by reason of use. How do you learn to walk? You do it. How do you learn to run? You do it. How do you learn to ride a bike? You learn to ride the bike. You do it. You ride the bike. How do you learn to drive? You drive. How do you learn how your abilities, your solical abilities work? You use them. Start with what you believe. Start with what you think. Start wherever you are. Start with whatever you want to and do it. So again, I appreciate you sending in your questions and and your comments, whether they're positive or negative is fine. I consider them all helpful and beneficial. So get it off your chest. That's fine. You can drop me a line at diane at therainersclub.org or through this website, through Blog Talk Radio. Otherwise, we'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.